Lancer Radio Network, Pasadena Campus Sound, streaming live 24-7 from the beautiful campus of Pasadena City College, LancerRadioNetwork.org. Shining on my face I got good vibes Racing every day I got skies On my demand I got the whole world Spinning in my hands And it's like Every day is crazy Alright now y'all know what time it is Good morning, good afternoon, good evening And good night This is your host Mr. Brandon Wade But you can call me B2 You can call me B squared You can call me literally anything you want But you gotta follow the rule If y'all know what the rule is Well, even if you haven't been listening all this time I guess I can remind you one more time You can call me whatever you want to call me As long as it's nice Welcome back to Pay It Forward Your favorite show We are back in the building We are excited And I am excited to introduce to you Two new things before I get into my segment So one thing is I am uh, Our our season of, of Pay It Forward Our live season is coming to a close and um, that that normally is a really kind of a, a, a downturn thing. You know, we were able to get some great guests in. I had some personal health issues, so, you know, I wasn't able to do as much as I wanted to. But I believe I was able to get the segments that I really thought were going to be authentic for me. And we're looking forward to having even some better guest segments next year. But I want to introduce to you guys the better the best part of this. Pay It Forward is going to continue in podcast form. So it's going to be long form podcast and um, it's going to start uh, releasing. Um, I, my goal is to have it releasing uh, every Tuesday uh, at the same time uh, and it will be available uh, on all streaming sites. So Apple Music, Spotify, iHeart Music, uh, iHeart Radio, uh, whatever the, the major streaming sites are. Uh, it will be available on there and it will also be available in the link in my bio on my Instagram, which is Pay It Forward Radio if you don't know already. I post a lot of positive content, a lot of authentic content. I post poetry, um, things that I do in my spare time. And just to kind of interact with everybody and let you guys know, hey, I'm a person experiencing a life experience too. And I just want to help everybody get um, get something from me paying being it paid forward into their life so yeah that's going to be the next advent is long form podcast so there won't be any any major commercial breaks or anything like that because i won't need to do that because i won't be on the air so um i'll be able to do those uh long form podcasts and they will be available for everybody so that's the next step and pay it forward the live shows will return but this is just an expansion so it's something that i'm very excited about bringing you guys i'll be able to have uh guest segments again and they'll be able to be longer segments um we'll be able to get into more in-depth topics so you know you it's hard to do it when you got 15 minutes and you got to follow a timer because on the radio you got to follow the time so yeah um i'm super excited to bring that to you guys pay it forward 
the the show, the long form podcast is coming within these next few weeks. So let's go. I'm hype about it. Um, so, yeah, I really wanted to uh, jump into some things that were uh, very important to me because um, I have been dealing with some some personal um Issues. One thing I've been discovering is that um, in the grieving process and the and our body health um, is very important to acknowledge because I've been having my some troubles. Well, not I wouldn't go as far as to say some troubles, but I've had some some struggles, some difficulties with my own health, which is is, is abnormal for me because uh, anybody that that has known me or been around me uh, consistently for a period of time knows that I rarely get sick. Like I maybe get sick once a year or twice a year on average. Um, And uh, the last few years before my dad died, I didn't get sick at all. Like I was so on caretaker survivor mode. I just didn't literally did not get sick and I didn't get sick for like two or three years. So for me to get sick is very rare. And uh, through April, um, uh, I'd been working through and doing some grief processing and, you know, working through certain feelings and working through certain limiting beliefs. And I'd been uh, fortunate to be in a few programs that had really benefited me in uh, working through some of the things that had hurt me. And I'd been doing it steadily. But over time, I had been just kind of decreasing and just kind of honestly repressing uh, my emotional state and, 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 and just trying to, so whenever I would feel sad about my dad and, and I, and I had made that promise to myself, I said, Brandon, I'm, you're not going to just, uh, be one of those people with a teaspoon range of emotions, you know, happy, sad, angry, horny, whatever it is like, you know, I'm not going to be one of those. I'm not going to just repress my feelings about this. I'm going to give it the honor and respect that it is. So I'm going to keep it a stack with you. It is scary to grieve. Because you, when you grieve, you feel all of what you were feeling like. It's usually very intense, and it's a it's a method of trusting your body, trusting yourself that you won't get overwhelmed. And a lot of people just simply can't handle that. And so, I was making a lot of progress, and then I just kind of started backing off, honestly, because it was uncomfortable. But see, the thing about your body is, your body will start to tell you. It'll start to tell on you. And uh, so what started happening is I started having physical issues like I would start like all of a sudden I was having breathing problems. And then, you know, I was having just, you know, problems sleeping and some other stuff. And I'm like, why am I having this stuff happen? And then I've been, you know, on and off with like flu like symptoms. And it is flu season. So I do believe that there can be some viruses that contribute to that. But then I'm having on and off problems with my flu, with the flu. And I'm like and I went to the hospital for the first time and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Something is not Something is not right. I I said, this is not me. And I mean, in 29 years, I've never been to a hospital, never had a need to go um, unless I was going on behalf of somebody else. Um, 29 years, I I get sick maybe once a year. Um, I don't often get very sick, and that has been an awesome blessing. I knock on wood right then. That's been an awesome blessing. That has been something that is a gift. Is not, you know, it's just something that was a gift to me. And so 
I was like, okay. So also I was struggling with the fact of like wondering what went wrong with me because I was like, that's something got to be wrong. What's wrong with me? Like normally, and even when I would get sick, it would only last a period of time and then I would shake it off. Like I'd know just how long it was going to be. Like if I got a flu or something like that, I'm like, okay. I actually, I got sick so infrequently that I'd actually be kind of, I actually feel kind of good about getting sick because I'd be like, oh, cool. Like I knew I'd even feel better after I got sick. So after a certain period of time, you know, it'd be like two or three days. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to shake this off. And then the next day I'd be good. And so I'd, I'd feel great. And, 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 and so I've had some things that just hadn't been so easily shaken off. And I say, well, what's wrong with me? You know, what's going on with Brandon that I can't, you know, just shake that stuff off. And I came to a conclusion today when I woke up, I had been repressing my guilt process. I'd been repressing my grief process. And when we do, our bodies tell on us. Your body starts to warn you. It says, hey, hey, you're dealing with something right now. Hey, this isn't just uh, your morning walk in the park. All right. Hey, you are going through something right now and you are going to pay attention to this. You are under stress. You are missing that link that you used to have to your dad. You are not just going to ignore me. And my body was like, hey, look, you're not going to ignore me. And when I woke up today, I was really just, you know, I was battling some nausea and I was like, what is going on right now? And as I started to finally lean into the grief, I started to feel this deep, 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 deep emotion that was just repressed. And it was like a conglomeration of feelings like anger, sadness, frustration, um, melancholy, uh, excitement, uh, uh it just all kind of things that was just like all just repressed because I had gotten I just gotten used to numbing those things with either sugar or, you know, playing video games or just things that were unhealthy and things I promised myself that I wasn't going to allow to stop me from this grieving process. Now, I do definitely think that you should have the activities like that to help you stay focused so you don't wallow in the grief. But I was so concerned I was going to wallow in it. I stopped grieving at all. And I said, no, nah, we good. I said, we're going to be chilling. And I just went through the day like I was literally not missing like an entire human being. And, you know, I would just shut that part off in my mind. I'm like, yeah, see, I'm cool. And my body's like, no, you ain't. You're going you're gonna to deal with this. So I want to pass along some advice that I learned. Don't repress. For men, it's super, super, super tempting to do, especially if you're not surrounded by certain people who keep you in that heart place. If you have not heard about my conversation, The Power of Being in Heart, look up my November 22nd, um, Pay It Forward. They are all on SoundCloud, and the link is in my bio, Pay It Forward Radio. Um, I talked with Brian Reeves, who is a relationship coach, a top relationship coach. As I recently found out, he's like top three in the country. So, I mean, I just resonated with him because he has a fruitful relationship. He has a beautiful woman that he is dating and he's with, and they have a really fruitful relationship. And um, he talks about the power of being in heart, which is being present. And so it's just about that. I had not been in heart so long. I started to repress that. And my body was starting to respond. And so when we repress that grief, we repress those shame, we repress those emotions that we don't really know how to handle. Our body starts taking them on and it has a limit to how much stress it can take on before it starts reacting. And I believe that my body has been reacting to a lot of the stress that I've been dealing with, because if I've never had these problems before and I had them all of a sudden after my dad died, well, 
yeah, it would make sense. You know, so I want to just encourage you guys, don't repress. And for a man, like I said, it's going to be it, 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 a lot of times it's super tempting to just be like, no, nah, I'm good. Because that's how society tells us to act. That, on often cases, is how our friends tell us to act. That's how our people tell us to act. We see the world tells us to say, hey, you good. All right? You crying? All right, cry for maybe a minute if it's something serious. But other than that, wipe your tears off. Go laugh about something. Get yourself together. You're good. But that's just not how we work. It's not even healthy. And when we have people that keep us grounded, keep us centered, keep us in, help us be present, help us stay in our heart, no one can keep us there. But we can have people that do help us stay there. And so um, I was able to have a conversation or two um, with some people I cared about. I called my mom and we talked it out and she listened to me and it was um, really encouraging for me. And so I want to encourage you guys, don't repress for whatever means that you have to not repress, that means because um, I used to do things like just sit with myself for five minutes and I would just let my body feel whatever my body was feeling, whatever my mind was feeling. And I would write down stuff. I write down emotional patterns. I, and if they brought up tears and I needed to cry, then I would cry if I need to release whatever I need to release. And um, I was talking to um, an individual that I had on my one of my pre other radios on on the the first season uh Steve Wood of um it's Steve Wood he was formerly Steve Wood dating but now he has shifted into his, into a greater paradigm as just a um a subconscious healing coach and that's another person with a very fruitful uh uh relationship between man and woman and um he would I was just talking to him and he said release 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 and then he said refill 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 and he talked about uh the value of uh feeling your life he said man our life has no value if it has no feeling attached to it and i had literally been living like that like the past month or so i was just like yep i'm good yep i'm good yep i'm good and i'm wondering why all these symptoms are popping up and it's like well my body is like hey let me release this stuff own and honor your feelings so that you can release them so that I can get healthy again. I'm ready to get healthy again, but I need you to release them. So just I just wanted to encourage you guys personally, don't repress. And I'm going to continue this in the next segment after a quick commercial break that you have to feel in order to heal. And I know as dudes, a lot of time we don't really like to hear that part, but it is very valid. So um, thank you guys for always joining in. It's the first segment of Pay It Forward. We are going to come back right after a quick commercial break, and then we're going to pop right back in to the next segment, and we're going to just keep it going. I am so excited to be rocking with you guys. I love you guys, and I just want to remind you guys, you got the juice, you got the mojo, and you most certainly got the magic. All right, so we're going to pop back in, and we'll see you guys right after this quick commercial break. This is Lancer Radio Network, Pasadena, streaming live at LancerRadioNetwork.org. Ever wanted to work in radio? Come join us here at Lancer Radio Network. We are the student-operated radio station here on campus at your very own PCC. Produce your own one-hour show to talk about the latest news, sports news, technology trends, pop culture, or whatever else interests you. Find us in Building LL Room 124. Or you can drop by the Performing and Communication Arts Division in Building CA, Room 119. 
Join us and find out what Lancer Radio Network can do for you. Hey there, PCC students. Does your place feel a little bit empty? Are you tired of your bed also having to be your favorite chair, dinner table, and the desk you work at? Or perhaps you're on the prowl for your next collectible conversation starter. Whatever you may need, Pasadena City College's flea market is the perfect place to grab it. PCC's flea market is open on the first Sunday of every month in both the east and west side parking lots from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., and admission is absolutely free. And with over 400 different vendors, including record and food vendors, you're practically guaranteed to find fantastic music, unique antiques, and great eats enough to make a day trip. For additional information, or if you're interested in becoming a vendor at PCC's flea market, contact staff in room CC105 or give them a call at 626-585-7906. PCC's flea market. You'll be able to find it there. One thing I love about the campus here at Pasadena City College is hearing the music students practice outside the brand new Center for the Arts. Bits of jazz, classical, or salsa music float around campus like a soundtrack to your school day. LancerRadioNetwork.org Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is your host, Mr. Brandon Wade, but you can call me B2, you can call me B Square, you can call me whatever you want to call me, but you gotta follow the rule. Now, what's the rule? If y'all been rocking with me for these last 10, 11 episodes, you probably know by now, and you might get tired of hearing it, but you guess what? You're going to keep hearing it because I'm going to tell the people that don't know what the rule is. And what is it? You can call me whatever you want to call me as long as it's nice. Welcome back to your favorite show, Pay It Forward. We are on to our second segment, and I wanted to touch bases with you guys. And I want to tell you guys, if you are in a grieving process right now, whatever your process is, I talk about the grief the most because that's where I'm at personally. In a few months, that may not be where I'm at. Um, You guys will be on my journey with me through every experience I have. You know, when I well with with every if with with every major experience I have. So when I'm on a journey and I, you know, I end up in a relationship, I don't have one right now, but I'm sure that I am on my way to manifesting one um, uh, when you know, and, and I will share wisdom and things like that that I learn. Um, but I want to encourage you guys right now that if you're in a grieving process and you're in a process where really a lot of things don't make sense. It doesn't seem like that's a good place to be and I can attest that it does not it does not always feel like it's a really good place to be. But in a lot of ways it kind of is because um when we are broken it's like we get the opportunity to be remade. We get the opportunity to uh discover what and who we were made to be and who 
uh, ultimately we really are. And I think that major grief busts that process wide open. Like when we are used to thinking and being and acting a certain way and we find ourselves facing a, a major grief process, it busts us wide open and it forces us and it gives us the opportunity right in front of us to um, discover who we really are. So if you're in that process right now, I want to tell you, first of all, thank you for being brave enough and kind enough to yourself to be willing to take that on. Uh, I also want to tell you, I'm so sorry for whatever, whomever you may have lost and whatever your loss may have been. It doesn't matter if it's your cat. It doesn't matter if it is your, your friend. It doesn't matter if it's a parent. If it's deep enough to wound you, then it deserves to be grieved. And I'm so sorry for your loss, but I'm super and I'm and I am super grateful and proud that you are one of the people that is paying it forward into your own life um, by healing and doing this work. So um, and and then I also want to tell you that uh, you are not alone because that's the biggest thing that we usually all feel that we are alone. And in some ways, our experiences our version of the experience is we're the only people that can feel that. Um, you know, my mom has a different relationship, obviously, with my dad than I do. You know, I was his son. But at the same at the same time, um, we are grieving completely differently. You know, same person, but our process is completely different. So if you are in that 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 place, I want to say thank you for taking the time and caring about yourself in order to do that. So in that same token, I, 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 I'm very pleased and proud and I see you and I hear you. So if nothing else, I see you and I hear you. So with that being said, um, you do have to feel to heal. And this is probably the scariest part of healing. And this is really the part that I started repressing was I didn't want to feel. Because I would just have these moments where it would start creeping up on the edge of my memory. Hey, your dad is gone. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. Can't focus on that now. And I would just create an excuse like, nope, uh, it's it's too early in the morning to do that right now. You know, you got to just, you know, focus on something else. You don't want to feel that. Focus on something else. And so I would just kind of do that. And then, you know, my mom and I, we get to talking and be like, hey, you know, you're never going to hear your dad do. And it was like, nope, 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 nope. Don't focus on that right now because you can't do that. It's not safe. And I started to become comfortable with that. So I started to feel like those feelings were the enemy. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. And I'm like, all right. And so my body was just taking these feelings on. And then so my my, you know, my my almost the stress is going into my body and my body's like, hey, no, 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 no. You need to listen to this. This is important because you have you have an opportunity. You need to listen to this. And so, you know, as I started not feeling my best, I'm like, why am I not feeling this? And so to 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 heal, we have to a lot of times look at what has scared us the most and we have to feel it and those feelings can be extremely intense especially if they're repressed and bottled up they'd be like volcanoes like how uh, uh or like a sprite bottle or something how it can be closed tight and it just seems like everything's just normal and then as soon as pressure comes it goes and it just blows up that's oftentimes how our feelings can be and those are scary 
So um, I want to, in some encouragement, what I'm doing is realizing that our body really doesn't ever give us more than we can handle. Like our body knows exactly how much of our feelings we can handle at one moment. It's just a practice to work through those things without getting caught in the feeling loop. Because um, just like I mentioned about the young man, Steve Wood, he talks about um, being caught in the thought feeling loop where you think something and it causes you to feel something, which causes you to think something, which causes you to feel something. And it just is like an endless loop unless you know how to break them. And um, if you ever if you ever do, he has a program called uh, Heal You. Or, well, it's I believe it's called a change your sub change yourself at your subconscious level, change your life or in short, heal you, heal your life. Um, when he offers it again, I would encourage you guys to check out his program. Um, he, he is, his program is worth whatever it would cost in order for you to, um, to learn those modalities and things like that, especially if you are a man, it greatly helped me. Um, actually I, I, let me, let me correct it. I know the name of his program. His program is the new age alpha program. He changed it a few times during the, uh, creation of it. Um, and we worked to, and we, we, we worked together and, uh, he had me, um, I, I, I was, uh, able to participate in it and he, he changed the name, but it's the new age alpha program. So if you are a male, I definitely would encourage that you'd be interested in looking at that. So because that's one of the main things we talked about was you have to like you have to feel in order to heal. You've got to call up those things, those memories, those triggers, those limiting beliefs, those things that are, are, are causing you to think and feel a certain way. And you have to call them up and use certain techniques and things to get through to 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 release them because my body has been craving release and I realized just how much I hadn't really given uh my body that kind of release and my body has been just like just screaming for release and I've been like ignoring it like yeah it'll be good it'll be good it'll be good it'll be good so it did something to get my attention and I started feeling like random nausea and stuff like that and it was hard for me to do certain things and I'm like why am I doing this and my body's like hey I'm trying to get your attention He's like, and so I'm like, well, I'm not going to ignore you because I've seen what happens when people ignore their bodies. And I think that that's why a lot of illnesses and ailments pop up out of nowhere. And somebody who's, you know, and you're wondering, why is that person dealing with this? I said, because they probably ignored their body and they probably ignored their own feelings. And it sucks because as men, we're often taught to do that. Ignore our own feelings. There is a value in being able to ignore your feelings to an extent, but I believe as people, especially as men, we need to come back and get back in touch with our heart and get back in touch with our, our spirit and be in alignment because um, it being in touch with your heart means that you are owning and embracing your feelings, which don't allow them to rule you. So when we feel them and we say, hey, this is what I'm feeling, you're, you as a feeling are valid. And even just saying things like I give you permission to feel. Like when we do things like that and we tap into that, our body is able to go, okay, here's what I'm feeling. And we're able to say, I love you and all of that that you're feeling. And our body goes, I'm safe. I'm safe to feel these things. I can now let them go. And then we can tell our bodies consciously, it's time to let those feelings go. Or you just naturally release them because your body usually doesn't want to keep it. It just kind of releases it on its own. And so the more we get in touch with that, 
the more our body naturally releases that stuff and that energy that we had devoted to holding on to those feelings goes into healing ourselves. And I've been having some progress since I've done this. I've been able to I've I've already felt, you know, the the symptoms lessening and things like that because my body is saying, hey, you're listening to me now. So um, especially if you're in a grieving process, um, you are going to need to feel in order to heal. And there's going to be good things that you feel, too. There's going to be really good experiences that just that just memories you need to feel. And then there's going to be really, really, really painful things. You know, there's things I have to think about with my dad. You know, I have to think about the fact that my dad's not going to be able to watch the shows with me that we used to watch. You know, he would um, he would always know how to get or, you know, get, you know, certain movies and things like that. And he'd always, you know, I call I come in the room with him and he'd, you know, say, hey, you seen this one? And I'd be like, well, what'd you think about it? And he was a good, a good and fair movie critique, but he was a hard movie critiquer. So he'd be like, hmm. Nope, you don't want that one. He'd be like, don't even, don't even bother spend your money on that. He said, you don't even want to see it, you know. Or he'd say, it's, it's not even, it's not even all that good. Or he'd be like, yeah, you want to check this out? This is good, you know. I, I saw the Mandalorian. If you guys have Disney Plus, check it out. It's, it's pretty good. It's good. It's, it's good. Like I was impressed, and I was just like, dang, Dad, you ain't gonna be able to see that. And that's been a difficult thing for me because. As I'm trying to stay distant from my feelings so I can be strong and be a man. And in that, how easy for is it for us to forget exactly what makes us men? The ability to be in touch with ourselves, to be masculine, to embrace any and every element in ourselves while being leaders and being not just spiritual, but physical and emotional leaders. We forget the thing that makes us men. Because of the society's viewpoint on what men should be. So with that being said, we're going to go and take a quick commercial break. And then we're going to come back into our next segment, which is I call God is king and the subconscious is prince. So we're going to bring a little faith element into it, too. So I'm excited to talk with you guys. This is pay it forward. You got the juice. You got the mojo. You got the magic. We're going to see you right after this commercial break. Lancer Radio Network, Pasadena Campus Sounds, streaming live 24-7. Join me, Son Eden, for PCC Profiles right here on Lancer Radio Network on Mondays and Wednesdays at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific Time. PCC Profiles is a chance to get to know your PCC faculty up close and in person. That's PCC Profiles with me, Son Edom, on Mondays and Wednesdays at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific Time, right here on LancerRadioNetwork.org, and do tell a friend. Food insecurity is a serious issue, and the Lancer Pantry is here to help by providing snacks and food for PCC students. But besides the pantry itself, which is located at CC211, the Lancer Pantry offers baked goods from Panera Bread every Thursday, which includes bagels, pastries, muffins, cookies, and other yummy goodness. Also coming up on June 5th, the Mobile Pantry food truck is coming and will be on campus from noon to 2 p.m. If you are looking to volunteer, the Lancer Pantry is always looking for adult volunteers. And of course, donations of any kind are always welcomed. 
But bottled water, fresh produce, granola items, hygiene products, and shopping bags are especially needed. That's the Lancer Pantry located in CC211, open Monday through Friday, and a valid PCC student ID is required. What's up? It's Jay Robles from Lancer Radio. Want to know why I like Pasadena City College? I like PCC because everyone is super friendly and kind, and the campus itself has great vibes. PCC is where you want to be next semester. We are always welcoming new Lancers. Lancer Radio, streaming live at lancerradionetwork.org. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is your host, Mr. Brandon Wade, but you can call me B2. You can call me B-square. You can call me whatever you want to call me, but you got to follow the rule. Now, if you happen to not be listening to the rule, well, guess what? I'm going to tell you the rule again. You get to call me whatever you want to call me as long as it's nice. Welcome back to your favorite show, Pay It Forward. We are in our third segment, which I call God is King and the subconscious is Prince. Now, what does that mean? I made a reference before about the power of faith. Again, um, I don't uh, uh, I don't judge people on what they believe. Um, I have my own set of beliefs that I allude to, but I don't necessarily bring into uh, this podcast simply because um, if when if and when it becomes relevant, those are the times that I want to. Uh, bring it in. But I am a believer in this quote that uh, Morpheus said in The Matrix Reloaded. If you guys have seen that's the second Matrix movie. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies. And um, it's a it's a quote where midway through the movie, he's being questioned by a ship's captain about the belief that he has. And the ship captain says, Dame Morpheus, not everyone believes like you believe. And Morpheus said, my beliefs don't require them to. And I think if there is any any more there, I don't think there's any more of a potent statement you can make about the reality of our faith and our beliefs is that what we truly believe, what we have the conviction and, and, and the alignment to believe what we have devoted ourselves to, that our beliefs, our true beliefs are not required to be believed by anybody or any person. You don't need someone else to believe right next to you for what you believe to be true to you and i believe that there are i believe that there are levels to this but i just wanted to say that um there is no shame that you have for whatever it is that you believe but um with that being said um there is i believe as human beings that we are faith-based beings i believe we're all faith-based beings like no matter how logical we think we are just about everything we do is faith based. Like if I'm sitting in uh, the chair in the studio, I fully believe that this chair is going to support me. Otherwise, I wouldn't be sitting in it. When I stand up, I fully believe my legs are going to support me and knock on wood. They always have. You know, I fully believe that when I'm speaking on my microphone, that I'm speaking to 
an audience. I'm speaking to you guys. I fully believe that what I have, everything that I have is going to work. There's no logic behind it. It just is my belief. And I believe that as human beings, that's really ultimately how we live our lives. We live our lives faith-based and our logic simply supports our faith. So when I say God is king, whatever it is that you choose to believe, whatever it is your belief system is, that's going to be the king of your life, whatever that is. And the subconscious is Prince. So um, we give credit and we give glory to whatever it is that we believe. But our subconscious, though, um, is the human element that I believe connects us with whatever source faith, you know, people choose to believe in. Um, it's it's the human element and our subconscious is Woo! When I say the subconscious is powerful, um, I was uh, speaking again with um, Steve a, w- a while back, and he talked about the idea of conscious uh, thinking and subconscious thinking. He said, you know, look, if you are consciously believing that you can have something, you can consciously create and manifest something. And I believe that good and bad, we can consciously manifest things. And so I was like, okay, yeah, cool. I, you know, I agree with that. And he said, yeah. He said, but if your subconscious, though, does not believe what you it genuinely doesn't believe you're supposed to have it good. If it's good, you don't believe you're supposed to have it. Whatever it is, if your subconscious does not believe that you can consciously override it, but you will be exhausted because you'll constantly have to think and consciously override your subconscious. Your subconscious is always going to be trying to slip through and say what it believes. And your subconscious is so much stronger that eventually you're going to slip and you're going to self-sabotage your way out of whatever positive blessing that you are, that you have. And I was mind blown because I never considered that just how much uh, we can be uh, consciously, we can subconsciously override certain things. And, you know, when we have deep seated beliefs, good and bad. Uh, those really can dictate certain things that go beyond um, our our normal consciousness. And so we need, I, I believe there is value in um, learning what our subconscious beliefs are and doing work to retrain those beliefs because the good thing is, is that we can retrain them. Uh, I've been a personal experiencer of that. Um, I was really, I used to really, really, really struggle with being places on time and anyone that know me, knew me in any way, shape or form could tell you that I was always struggling, no matter what the resources were, no matter how close I was, uh, to an event or whatever, I would always find a way to either get there like right before maybe on time and usually 15 minutes late. Like I'd always find a way to get there late. Even if I, even if I was a minute away, I'd find a way to get there late. And I would always wonder at a certain point, like, why am I doing this? Um, and when I was doing some of the subconscious healing work, those were things that were brought up to me was, um, are you creating this situation? And I was like, what? Me creating it? I said, what are you talking about? And, you know, it was brought up to me like, are you manifesting the thing that are you manifesting people that are in line with your subconscious belief that you should be late? 
and ooh, like like because I talk about you know like bus riding and and catching the Uber and stuff like that. And he's like, are you manifesting Uber drivers? Are you manifesting bus drivers that are are going to make you late? That are late minded? And I'm like, whoa, because he's like, even if you're not creating these people, you're attracted to these people subconsciously. And I'm like, yo, I think that's true. And you want to know something? After a period of work and healing, um, I am. 99.999% of the time never late anymore. For the last 2 months, I've been early everywhere I've gone. Whether it's been an hour early, whether it's been 15 minutes early, whether it's been 20 minutes early, 5 minutes early, 30 minutes early, I am literally early everywhere I go. I I can't I, I probably couldn't even make myself late because my subconscious has been rewired to say, "Hey, early is good. Early is good. Late is bad. We don't want late." And sometimes our subconscious tells us things that are not are that like like it can tell us about grief. It can say, hey, um, releasing your emotions is bad. Um, uh, showing emotion is bad. Uh, caring is bad. Don't do that. And so we start attracting people that and, and attracting circumstances that will keep us there because we're attracted to those circumstances. And so our subconscious is a force. And I believe that it's harder for us to have faith in whatever we have faith in if our subconscious uh, is not aligned in what we have faith in and our subconscious is not aligned with us. And so, you know, you want to believe one thing, but your subconscious believes something else. Like, for example, if you, you know, have struggled with money and and finances and things like that and you say, hey, look, I'm decreeing and declaring every day I'm going to be a millionaire. But your subconscious says you don't deserve a hundred dollars because remember all them things you did. Remember how you didn't manage your money before. Remember how blah, 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 blah. And your subconscious is saying no. But your conscious is saying, yeah, yeah, you can override your subconscious. And yeah, you might actually manifest a job or something or or some money that's a million dollars. But you know what? Eventually you'll self-sabotage your way out of keeping it because your subconscious is still saying, no, you don't deserve this money. You don't deserve it. So you'll just keep you. Your subconscious will keep creating stuff to get you out of it because it wants to stay in what's familiar and what's safe. Does that mean your subconscious is your enemy? No, but it's a powerful force, be it for for help or for 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 not help. So in our grieving process, I think part of it is comes down to uh, rewiring our subconscious. And in order to do that, we have to embrace our mental, physical, spiritual and emotional state. We have to embrace that we need to feel in order to heal. We have to embrace uh, the things that we are repressing. And so when we do that and we do certain work and things like that to help us heal our subconscious, our subconscious goes, oh, I don't have to, you know, be this. I don't have to do that. I can instead do this. And I can't tell you when it changed or if there was a paradigm moment where all of a sudden I just clicked and said, I want to be early everywhere. But I can just say that one time I realized that all of a sudden I was on this streak of being early everywhere. And then all of a sudden I realized it was easy for me to get places early. Then I wasn't it wasn't a struggle anymore. Then all of a sudden I was attracting people that seemed like they just needed to get me where I was going on time. You know, if it was an Uber driver, if it was a bus driver or whatever, they just needed to be there on time. And I was like, huh, this is this is I didn't know that this could be a thing. And so that's what convinced me that we can rewire our subconscious to attract 
the things that are meant for us, but we do have to give our subconscious is doing its honor. And so in order to do that, I believe it all ties in. We have to feel in order to heal. We have to acknowledge what we're feeling in the first place, because one of the main roots of subconscious healing is not what you're feel, feeling after the what is why are you feeling it? So if you're struggling with money or whatever, you're like, hey, you only deserve one hundred dollars. And you think, why do I only deserve one hundred dollars? It's a because years ago you had blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> and you're ashamed of how you handle that. And you don't feel like you can move past that until you don't feel ashamed of it anymore. And so sometimes we we block ourselves because we just don't believe that we deserve it or that we can have it. And so um, I believe that that's part of the grieving process is being able to look at those things and say, hey, look, this is what I'm feeling. I'm going to honor this feeling. This is a real feeling. However, and I'm going to take this opportunity to gently kindly and compassionately move forward in what I'm thinking and feeling. So that is something I want to encourage is that whatever your your true whatever your belief system is, we will we can believe a lot more purely and a lot more strongly in it if we are in line with our subconscious. So thank you guys for listening to that. Uh, We're going to end the segment out with our 15 minutes of positivity where I'm going to scroll through some stories. So we're going to join you guys right after the quick commercial break. And y'all remember, you got the juice, you got the mojo, and you got the magic. We're going to see y'all right after the break. Lance Radio Network, Pasadena Campus Sound, streaming live 24-7 at LancerRadioNetwork.org. At Pasadena City College, we care about the health and well-being of our student body. Our health and wellness programs offer free services, including medical consultation, vaccinations, and even nutritional counseling. Student health services are located in Building D-105, open 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, Tuesday, 8 to 7, and Friday, 8 to 12.30. Personal counseling provides both individual and group counseling, workshops, and crisis intervention services. Their hours and location can be found on our website. Feeling a bit under the weather or feel like it's time for some nutritional counseling? Then visit PCC's Student Health Services Center. Student Health Services is a comprehensive health center open to PCC students at low cost. They provide a variety of health services, including women's health services, emergency services, treatment of short-term illnesses, sexual health counseling, and education in health promotion and health protection. All health services are confidential and are provided by a professional staff of health counselors, registered dietitians, registered nurse practitioners, and physicians. Visit Student Health Services in Building D, Room 105. They're open Mondays, Wednesdys, and Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m., Tuesdays, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., and Fridays, 8 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Call to make your appointment at 626-585-7244. PCC is a great education at an affordable price. The professors are knowledgeable, the students are friendly, and the campus is beautiful. I'm glad I chose Pasadena City College. Lancer Radio Network, Pasadena Campus Sounds, streaming live on LancerRadioNetwork.org.
Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is your host, Mr. Brandon Way, but you can call me B2. You can call me B Square. You can call me whatever you want to call me, but you gotta follow the rule. Let's say the rule one time for the one time. Shout outs to Team Clayton Thomas for that one. That's one of his quotes. I love his videos. He's a very funny person. Go check him out. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, we're gonna say it one time for the one time. You can call me whatever you want to call me as long as it's nice. Welcome back to your favorite show, Pay It Forward. We are in our final segment, and you know I love to end it off with Robin Thicke's Magic. That is one of my favorite songs, and we are in our final segment, which is 15 Minutes of Positivity. Well, what is that, Brandon? I'm glad you asked. It's literally where I go on my Instagram, and I look up posts live. Anything that sticks out to me, uh, I usually go to certain uh stories and uh sites that i follow on instagram any people that have been on my show first season second season and in the future podcasts are people that i follow on instagram so you can check out any of those links or any of those people that i mentioned you can always find them on my ig page pay it forward radio so i look up positive quotes and um things that stick out and reach out to me and i look them up live on instagram and i just share it maybe dialogue a little bit for these last uh 15 or so minutes so um first things first i wanted to um tap in and give um another shout out to uh brian reeves insight he is doing um he's got all of his relationship material for half off he does um him and his uh girlfriend sylvie they do uh relationship coaching and their material is half off and so um, some programs and their programs are for life. So you have access to the uh, information as long as you need it. It's like, uh, like a cut, like a hundred, $130 or whatever. But it's like, it's, it's like they, they're, they're, they're on sale from like $200 to like 130. And they have one that's like on sale from $70 to like $30. So I would encourage you guys to check him out. Um, he has a podcast called men this way. Um, he, he is specifically, um, more geared towards men and us discovering our present tense. So I was on his page and I saw this quote that I really thought was, um, potent. So I wanted to read this, um, in letting someone go who isn't enthusiastically choosing you, you will make room for someone who will. That's so worth waiting for. So that's, um, a quote that he had on his page, um, it is I really I really like that quote because um, I am a believer that you can you don't have to let go of everything in order to get other things. But I do believe that some things do come when you let certain things when, when you are ready to let other things go. And that, I believe, goes not just for romantic relationships or platonic relationships for friendships and things of that nature. Um, when we do let go of, of those who are not in alignment with us and maybe are just not serving our own, or there are our best energies or our, our energies are not in alignment and we let go of somebody who is not, we make room for people who actually are and who do care. And I am a believer that, um, it is good to 
at times make room for that. And the cool part is, is that I've been learning, too, that you don't have to take things person that that things aren't often personal. So let me let me let me take away the impersonality, the uh, the 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 kind of toxic nature of that statement, because I was going to say you don't have to take things personal. First of all, we're human beings. We feel things. Um, And, you know, you are perfectly in your right to feel that if something negative happens, that it is personal, because a lot of times in our emotions, at some point it does feel personal. And a lot of things that happened to us did happen to us. Our experiences are valid. How how however and we our experience are our experiences are valid. We can have valid experiences and not take things personally. Recently, I've been able to look and see a lot of things that I've experienced in my friendships and say, I said, oh, that really wasn't personal. They really didn't hate me. There was really something going on in their own lives. And that was the only way that they could project. They could they could, you know, deal with what was going on. Does that make me a punching bag? No, but it makes me able to be more assertive when I'm communicating with people without being aggressive. And it doesn't come from a place of shame where I think that I just was something something wrong with me. Uh, it becomes less personal. And I say, okay, maybe there's nothing wrong with neither of us, but a boundary and a healthy boundary needs to be communicated. So um, what he was saying was, as you release people who are not, you know, divinely connected and are not really serving the best purpose in your life, you will open up energy to invite people who are interested in the 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 best in in serving the best interest of your life and so yeah i really um was inspired by that uh particular quote it's something that i've heard before but um i do like the way that he put it so brian reeves thank you for um being a being able to and willing to pay it forward into my life so thank you very much for paying it forward um, so we're going to go to um, our next thing. I always usually go to um, Global Positive News or Happiness Heroes. They're always posting positivity stories. So, yeah, you can check them out if you just want a page to follow. This is literally going to pop up positivity stories on your timeline. No advertisements, just positivity. So, yeah, check them out. So, um, okay, cool. So uh, you have... This is this is another cool one. I always love these stories. Single dad of 12. Now, y'all hear that one. A single dad of 12 who has fostered 30 kids <laughs> adopts former foster sons, five children so that they are not separated in foster care like that is somebody doing like angels work right there. Um, it, it, here's the story. New York native Lamont Thomas is truly happy with his life. He does what he loves because he wants to make a difference by being a difference. The single dad has two biological children and five more adopted kids. Moreover, he had fostered more than 30 children since the year 2000. Wow. About a month ago, he officially adopted another five children, five siblings, all under the age of five. Children of a former foster son of Lamont's, the kids were separated in four different cities in foster care. After some difficulties, he managed to convince the courts to release the kids under his care and offered his warm, loving home so that they can all grow up together. They bring new energy to me. They're lovable kids. Very affectionate, Lamont commented. That is like, that is like awesome work right there because 
he is doing something that brings him joy and brings him purpose. And I think that we contribute best to this world when we do the things that allow us to feel present, that allow us to be in our heart place as well as connected with our body. And he is so determined to stay present that he is, you know, he is fostering kids that aren't biologically his own. He's fostered 30 kids so far and he just took on five more and he's willing to take them on just so they can grow up in a safe place. Also, he may not know what he has done for all those kids because um, I can I, I can't imagine the isolation and the loneliness that, you know, your kid, you must you feel going through this foster process and growing up separately when knowing you guys are connected and somebody who goes way out of their way just so they can give to people, to somebody that is in need. And you never know what you're doing for those kids. And he is really paying it forward into the lives of these children. So I am so honored to be able to say that. So, um, uh, Mr. Lamont Thomas, thank you so much for paying it forward into the lives of all of the children that you know and that you have fostered. Um, so this is cool. Um, let's see. It's, the story is coming up now. It is separated when they were too young to remember. Sisters met for the first time after 75 years. Now, that is wild. OK, check this out. Uh, after 75 years apart, sisters Jackie Murphy and Susan Backelund finally met for the first time. Decades ago, their mother gave up Susan, originally born Sandy, because she could not take care of these chil- three children. All those years apart, Susan didn't even know she was adopted. <clears throat> In an unlikely coincidence, Jackie's cousin was doing an ancestry test. At about the same time, Susan's daughter, Inga, did a DNA test and sent it in. When it was confirmed both were sisters, they arranged a meeting, embraced each other, cried together, and spoke for hours, finally getting a chance to catch up after almost a lifetime apart. That is so pure because um, sometimes uh, even things that we uh, feel and we have forgotten about, you know, I'm a believer that um, as we are in alignment with God, that those things are fixed that those things are set in order. Either we at the very least are able to lay those things that bother us to rest, but oftentimes we find ourselves in a position where things that were broken end up fixed. And the first things that I think are broken is ourselves and our relationships. So I think that's super powerful that um, that those two women got to meet and uh, finally connect with each other and that God graced them to stay alive 75 years just so that they would have the opportunity to meet each other and they were able to live long and happy and fulfilling lives. So I'm super happy about that. And so I'm just very thankful that they were able to, um, they were able to meet each other. So those are the two articles I'm going to read today. I want to encourage you guys, I dropped my phone. I want to encourage you guys that, um, it has been an absolute blessing to have you guys listening Uh, to have you guys with me and joining me on this journey through my personal experiences and that you guys um, are maybe being blessed by the value that I'm um, able to bring just by my own experiences. Before I got on this show, the main thing I was dealing with was why would I want to do a show like this? 
if nobody is if I'm not sure if anybody's going to pay attention. But I'm grateful because this show stopped becoming about uh, just what I thought it could be or what it could be or whatever. But that there would be people that would be interested in hearing it. So I want to thank you guys for joining me on this season. Look forward to the podcast long form. We ain't getting, we aren't over. We are just getting started. So I want to thank you guys for joining pay it forward for this season. Uh, I want to let you guys know again, just like the Robin Thicke song says, you got the magic, you got the juice and the mojo too, but you definitely got the magic. So thank you guys for joining us, and I will see you again very, very soon. Love you guys. Lancer Radio Network, Pasadena Campus Sound, streaming live 24-7 from the beautiful campus of Pasadena City College, LancerRadioNetwork.org.